Okay, interesting. His first name was Naruto. Okay. When they say it, they're like, Naruto, Musamaki. I hope you know that's recorded forever now. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> for everyone. You watch anime? Oh no. My God. Uh, anime's for nerds. I don't oh even know what that is. <laughs> what is Naruto? What is a Naruto? I've seen one of those things before. Alright, guys. Welcome back. To killer reactions. We finally have another guest Hi. other than Jack. Hi. It's just okay. That it's Justin. <laughs> oh, you need one of those things that like you click a button and the slide was applauding. I want to get a soundboard. That's what they're called. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. But uh. I'll get a bleep button. I don't got money for the soundboard <laughs> right now. Okay, so we're on episode 27. So that's cool. Um, we made it. We made it. Yeah. We did it. We did no it. Yeah. Oh my god. I forgot the whole lyrics of that. <laughs> Me too. I, it's back somewhere in the... Yeah, like, I can hear the, like, the background music, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to figure out the lyrics to it. I mean, we yeah. don't want to get sued. Yeah. This is picking up steam really quick. Dora. <laughs> the Dora people are going to sue us. Okay. So this is the first... Words like real episode since like two three weeks ago so so the other ones weren't real you didn't no even upload them? well fake. one was a psa and then one was about the black lives matter movement ah. which guys go support any way you can the black lives matter movement because it is the fucking what is it what was i saying movement. it was a civil civil rights movement the biggest civil rights movement so go support, you know, and if you don't support it, fuck you. Don't listen. Um, <laughs> okay. All right. We just lost all of them. It's like they all unsubscribed all at once. Right. synchronized. Damn, sad. Okay, for everyone who's still here. <laughs> you guys are great. Buddy. <laughs> you did it. No, 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 no. Okay. So since it is the Black Lives Matter movement at the moment, I decided to do a police officer that killed people because he's a cunt. Nice. Well, that's not like why he killed people, but like he is a cunt because of. <laughs> because he killed people. Yes, yeah, exactly. This is an explicit podcast. It, it's already marked explicit. Don't worry. In case you missed that. <laughs> In case this is the first episode you're listening to. Ah, yes. Okay, so, his name is Gerard John Schaefer. That's why he killed people. Thought it was funny because of <laughs> Bob Schaefer, yeah. Wow, sorry. Bleep. No, I'm just kidding. It doesn't matter. This, um, <laughs> his crimes happened in Florida, and he was born in March 25th, 1946. So, what are your first reactions? He looks like he killed it. He looks like he did it. He looks like he killed it? <laughs> yeah, he, he killed it. He killed killing it? Yeah, he killed killing it. He looks okay. After he killed it. I don't know. He looks really average with a really creepy smile. Yeah, the smile got me. I was like, oh, that's... The turtleneck's nice, though. I don't think that's a turtleneck. That's his... That's his neck. Well, his neck is, uh... <laughs> aggressive... It looks like he tried to swallow something that was like a wheel. And he just got stuck there. <laughs> or it's a turtleneck. 
I don't think it's a turtleneck. It does not look like a turtleneck. I don't know where you got turtleneck, because it's, like, bulgier. Some people have bulgy well, necks. Look it up. You know when people <laughs> pump air into themselves? Like, into their head, and it makes it, like, a ball? That no. looks like you. You've never seen that? No, I haven't. Well, look it scary. up, guys. It's scary. Google. Oh, okay. Don't forget, I'm feeling lucky. So, his early life... He was born and raised in Wisconsin until 1960, when he was 14, when they moved to Fort Lauderdale, Fort, Fort, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. It's hard. Florida. <laughs> um, <laughs> but when he was 12, well, he later told psychologists that when around the time when he was 12, um, he had experience, experiments with bondage and sadomasochism, and I had to look that up because... I didn't know what that was exactly. Sadomasochism. So it's like sado is like you like to do harm to other people, and then masochism is you like to do harm to yourself. So he liked to hurt people and himself at the same time. And both derived pleasure for him. That's disgusting. Yeah. So weird. I don't... Yeah. Whatever. So he... There's some quotes. I tie myself up to a tree and I get excited sexually and do something to hurt myself. Uh, masturbate and fantasize about hurting other people, women in particular. And I discovered women's underwear panties. Sometimes I wore them. I wanted to hurt myself. That's freaky. And then he said that in his childhood games, like he said, I always got killed. I wanted to die. My father favored my sister, so I wanted to be a girl. I wanted to die. I was such a disappointment to my family as a kid. To my father, he loved my sister. I couldn't please my father, so in playing games, I wanted to be killed. And then he became a cop. Well, he ended up as a cop. You skipped so many things. Yeah. (laughs) We're only at fucking 14 years old here. He's got time. He's got time. He doesn't have to get a job yet. So he was obsessed with women's panties. Um, He was a peeping Tom spying on his neighbor, Leah Hanlon. Um, He graduates high school at 18 years old. He studies at college a little bit. Um, In 1966, he claimed to visit a psychiatrist to help relieve his sexual deviance and homicidal fantasies, but it did not help him. So... Fortunate. Two years later, he married a lady. A woman? A real person. Martha Fogg. Damn, that bloody is really good. <laughs> it's hitting the spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my killer reaction for you. Hitting the spot. Thank you. She's talking about a Bloody Mary. Oh, yeah. If that wasn't evident. <laughs> I said bloody, but I guess... That could be taken different. Okay. So he married her, but then she filed for divorce two years later, claiming extreme cruelty. Um, so then he became a teacher in 1969 when he was 23 years old and hoped to instill American values like honesty, purity, unselfishness, and love. But he was twice dropped from student teaching programs and then soon fired for inappropriate behavior and then he was turned down from the priesthood because he didn't have enough faith because he gotta have faith 
<laughs> it seems like he's like getting all the wrong jobs for what he has. <laughs> yeah, doesn't it? So then he decides to go into law enforcement. Perfect. That's the right job. How quickly was he accepted? So he applied to several departments, but was re- from one department he was rejected for failing a psychology test. Nice. Why did I say psychology? Psychological test. Um, but the small Wilton... <laughs> Take a psych na- exam. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Fuck you. You don't know anything about psychology? <laughs> How are you going to be a cop? Oh, they do need to take more tests, though. That's one thing that's, like, a big thing. They literally just get... I mean, not, like, taken in so fast, but, like, there's not a lot of... Training. Steps, you know, to get the right candidate to be a cop. Clearly, I mean, look at outside. <laughs> we Jack and I just <laughs> looked outside the window. Yeah, you know very you I see it. Very. I see it. What? I see it. You see what? What do we look at? I see everything outside. Okay, whatever. Uh, so a small Wilton Manners Police Department hired him anyway and graduated as a patrolman in 1971 when he was 25. Yeah. <laughs> Good standards. Um, he later admitted to that in his youth he killed animals. He also cross Um, And he would sometimes say he did this to avoid the draft into the Vietnam War, which he actually somehow managed to avoid. So. Good for him. Yeah. He should have just went to the war. I know, right? Damn it! (laughs) Uh, He offered, often referred to himself as an illiterate... Oh my god, why can't I speak? How many shots did you put in this Bloody Mary? Fifteen shots. Because it feels like it. I'm going to take another sip, though. So, he often referred to himself as an illegitimate child, a product of a shotgun wedding, and that his father was verbally abusive, an alcoholic, flagrantly adulterous, and often absent on business trips or just not fucking there. Because he's probably being adulterous. Most serial killers, they either, like, don't have a parent, they're missing a parent, or it's, like, a really bad, like, abusive home, or they just kill animals. All of them. It's all of them in one that are now. Yep. Wow. Wow. Tina, did we wake you up? I'm sorry. We're recording you. So, on March 9th... In March 1972, Gerard earned a commendation for his role in a drug bust, but one month later was fired. For drugs. Um, the chief said that he didn't have one ounce of common sense. That's that's all they kind of gave me. Okay. And then FBI said that he was disciplined for running female traffic violators through the system, obtaining their personal information, and then calling them for dates. Wow, that's, that's not creepy. Not at all. Not I thought that was normal. I always ask my cop friend to run. Exactly. You don't see that? Yeah. No? Okay. Uh, by the end of June, he had signed on with the Martin County Sheriff's Department, 
and he was on the job less than a month when... Oh, I thought you were going to do a drum roll for me. I didn't know how to say it. What? Thanks. Okay. I just not... <laughs> the pause? Oh, okay. That's why we okay. need one of those. Yeah. Got to invest in a soundboard. Um, Donate to. Don't, no. Get us a soundboard.com. <laughs> Send it to our P.O. Bounce app. So, July 21st, 1972, when he was 26, he picked up two teenage girls while they were hitchhiking. While he was on patrol, as a police officer, still, somehow. Um, And it was a 17-year-old Pamela Wells and an 18-year-old Nancy Trotter. He told them that hitchhiking was illegal in Martin County, which was a lie. And so he drove them back to a halfway house that they were staying at. But then he offered to meet them the next morning when he was off duty. And he would drive them to the beach that, because that's where they were trying to go. And they agreed, because he's Free a cop. Ride. Why not? Yeah. Uh. So, they, um, when he went to go pick them up the next day, he's like, yeah, we're going to go. And then decided to go into some remote part of the woods. And he tied them to trees. And he threatened to kill them or sell them into prostitution. But then he was called, like, on his radio that he had <clears throat> and he had to leave but he said he would come back so but, he left them tied to the tree yeah and of course they managed to escape I feel like it's probably easy unless you like like tie their whole body up you know what I mean yeah I don't know depends on how much rope you got with you yeah do you, got, do you got hand rope or do you got body rope Uh, so they escaped and managed to get to a police station where that was actually Gerard's police station that he worked at. And so Gerard went back to the spot and he found the girls that had escaped and he immediately called in and said that he had done something foolish. And he said he, that he only pretended to kidnap them and threaten them because he wanted to scare them not to hitchhike anymore. So he fucked up. Yeah, but he said, he was, like, saying, like, I didn't have any intent to kill them. He snitched on himself. Yeah, which is probably better. But, kind of, because they knew his name, like, that he's a cop, like, all of that information, because he was upfront about it in the beginning. Yeah. He just didn't think that they would get away, I guess. Yeah, that was a good (laughs) move, I'd say. Him doing that. Yeah. But, uh, his boss didn't believe him. So he ordered him to the station, stripped him of his badge, charged him with false imprisonment and assault. But he was able to post bail and he was released. So he's not a cop anymore. But he's not in jail or prison. For... Correct. Both. Correct. Yeah. So good stuff. So later that year, um, in September, he abducted, abducted, tortured, and murdered Susan Place. 17-year-old, and 16-year-old Georgia Jessup, and then buried them on Hutchinson Island. And December of that year, he had to appear in court for the two hitchhikers that got away, and thanks to a plea bargain, he was, he only had to plead guilty to one charge of aggravated assault, and he received a sentence of one year. Mm. Yeah. 
So then April of 1973, the remains of Susan and Georgia were found, and it had shown that they were tied to a tree at some point and vanished while they were hitchhiking. So very eerily similar to Someone's the- got an M.O. <laughs> I've seen Criminal Minds. I know what this looks like. Ah. Oh, you're an expert. I'm an expert. I have done some research. The best research, actually. Yes, eh? <laughs> um, so, because it was so similar that they were able to get a search warrant for his home. And so, with a search warrant, they found in his bedroom lurid stories that he wrote. So, they were full of descriptions of torture, rape, and murder of women. And he, all, he usually referred to them as whores and sluts. And then the, uh, the like, story was often from the killer's perspective, and the killer was usually a rogue cop. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. So he's got, like, a, a weird imagination that's built off some rogue cop who's been tying people up and killing them, who's framing him. That'll come back. In the stories, he began murdering women as early as 1965, when he was 19. Um, But, you know, there's no, like, hard proof on that. Uh, There was also personal possessions of at least eight women who have gone missing in the recent years. Um, And it was, like, jewelry from his neighbor. And she had vanished in 1969, when he was 23, after telling her husband that she was leaving him for someone from her childhood. What? Yeah. Weird, right? That is weird. Justin, you're being very quiet. That is weird. You're just like making faces, but I, nobody can oh see the my, faces. This, this is weird. <laughs> this is, this this is, is weird. weird. Wait, 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 wait. Back up a second. The mm-hmm. this this woman. Leah. 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 Yes. She is. Wait, Leia. which? Can you say that she one more was time? Leah. How do you? L e i g h. Leah? I think that's Leia. Leia? Leia? What? I think that's Leia. There's no A, though. I know, but I think it's Leah. That's what I was saying, but it made me feel weird, because there's... Whatever. We'll call her Leah. Sorry, Leah. If any of you know someone who's named like this, sorry. Yes, no disrespect to anybody except the cunt Gerard John Schaefer. Is he alive? No. Fuck. Why do you? <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I want to high five you right this now. That's why you need a bleep okay. button. You're... <laughs> See, this is why you leave all the questions till the end. You're being a real Tom Holland right now. I'm so sorry. Time. I honestly, I didn't even spoil it. You mean what, like 74 <laughs> right now though? So it's fine. Yeah, I was born in 46, so. 74. Okay, so Leia was the one that Wait, he used to peep I think I'm wrong. his peeping Tom. <laughs> I'm not good with math. I was like, sure. That's who he used to peep on, Leia, in his neighborhood when he was like 12. So. Oh wait, no. I think my Do real question was: Did he tell the husband that no, she left she, for him, or she? She did? told and her husband and said, yeah, and then disappeared. Oh, so, got it. Yeah. Got it. Anything you want to so add? It was with him. Got it. I, w- I was just going to ask the same thing. Yeah. I was curious who was the one who told the husband, because that changes it up a little bit. You know, it's a little suspicious. So 
Hey, neighbor boy, what's up? Hey, your wife left you <laughs> for some. What? I don't know. You know, it just comes off a little different. It was her. Good. Okay. So, well, better. Then there was a purse um, that was Susan Places, the one that he killed. The uh, 17-year-old. Um, and then her mother so later identified Gerard as being the last person that she saw her, her who Susan and Georgia Jessup with. So. Wait, so her mom saw them get into the car with? Well, them? I don't know if it was a car, but, but that was the last person. Together, yeah, so. those three together. Ah. So it's a little, uh, little suspicious, but he was framed, so it's fine. There was diaries, and then also in one case there was teeth. Don't know more than that. Why would you keep that if you're a cop or were a cop for any time? Why did Joe keep it on you? Why did he keep those teeth? Huh? Spoiler alert, you've never seen it. I'm so confused. Seen what? The show. You. Oh, I wanted to say, I just wanted to respond in a couple ways. I was like, (laughs) probably shouldn't in case people listen to this and actually, you know want to watch that at some point it's been on okay okay no it's not like you know what let's talk about murder some more <laughs> okay <laughs> before we get off topic <laughs> true so he was charged with only two murders susan place and georgia jessup even though they think he there's obviously a lot more um and then october of 1973 when he was 27 he was found guilty and given two life sentences and then authorities then state that he is linked to over 30 missing women women and girls. Um, and it's un- area? Yeah, and it's unlikely that Susan and Georgia were Gerard's last victims. Uh. Two 14-year-old girls vanished while hitchhiking, and their bodies were later, later recovered, and jewelry belonging to one of the girls was found in his home. So... Is that the girl that he got charged with? Oh, you said that was later? Yeah, later. Oh, yeah. right? After them. Oh, my God. So if you're locked up for doing something like that, and then they find more bodies, are you going to get more account, account, like, counts? It's better well, if you tell. It's better if you make a deal to tell them where they are. Yeah. Because then you can... They, or you can just be a dick and be like, you're never going to find them, and that could just give you extreme pleasure. A lot of, I've heard a lot of serial killers doing that. They either want to, like, tell their story... Like everything, spill it, or make a or like, Easter egg hunt. Yeah, like that, or just literally never be found, like, cause they're just like. Like what's that one guy? They just um, like want to kill, and that's it. Jack the Ripper. And the Zodiac Killer and shit like that. Did yeah. They, uh, did, did they ever find him? Not Ted Bundy. No. Just kidding. Sorry. Did you say Ted Bundy, <laughs> Ted the Bundy. one that they caught, Ted Bundy? <laughs> no, I meant uh. <laughs> I don't know who I meant. Jack the Ripper. <laughs> no, not Jack the Ripper. <laughs> That's funny. That was funny. <laughs> okay. So Zodiac they... killer. Who's the Zodiac killer? Who's that politician? Oh, Ted Cruz? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> stupid. Sorry. Ted, what? That was good. Sorry. I just, I'm so used to calling him the Zodiac killer. <laughs> okay. I said the Zodiac killer, and then you still said Ted Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> I meant Ted Cruz. <laughs> All right. So... Uh, he decided to appeal his conviction and multiple times, and at one point saying he was... He was framed! Ah, <laughs> Thank you! Oh my gosh. <laughs> but all his appeals were rejected, so... 
<clears throat> Reject it. Yeah. I mean, I could go for it if it was convincing <laughs> enough. I've seen enough, like, movies. I'm experienced as hell as you, you could tell from from how this has been going so far. Ted Bundy. Free from my minds, Ted Bundy, <laughs> and I know when someone's getting framed. So, uh, he then decided to start filing frivolous lawsuits. One, to sue the true crime writer for describing him as overweight. And to sue authors Colin Wilson, Michael Newton, and FBI agent Robert Russler for describing him as a serial killer. And also, all lawsuits were thrown out of court because... I mean, what's he going to do if he wins? He's still locked up. Yeah. (laughs) Feels good. Yeah. I won. Ha ha. Maybe he wins money. That goes into his card. So he can get some ramen. That's what I was saying. For real though, that'd be cool. Could you imagine if you won like a million bucks and you could like use that in jail, prison, wherever you're You have like a maximum of like $500. And someone has to like pop in and be like, hey, let me put your million dollars into your thing every week. Let me get you $500 in. Jesus. They come in all the time. That's all okay. You just have to have one person you trust with your money. That's it. So, on December 3rd, 1995, when he was 49 years old, Gerard was found stabbed to death in his cell. No, what his happened? His throat was slashed and both his eyes were stabbed. Did they find the weapon? They didn't find the weapon, but his fellow inmate, Vincent Rie- Rie- Vincent <laughs> Rivera, that's how I felt, yeah. <laughs> He did it, um, but he gave no motive, and he didn't, like, confess to it. They just found him. Like, he, he clearly killed him. You know? He was just chilling in the cell. I don't know exactly. Yeah, like, probably. Hey. Yeah. He walked in, and they're just like, hey, did you do this? And he's just like, I don't know. So, he was four years later. Why <laughs> didn't you tell him? I don't know. I'm okay with this. You know what I've been here for? This isn't normal. Well, in 1999, Vincent was convicted of killing Gerard, so 53 years were added to his already life plus 20 years for double murder. Life at 73 years? That's rough. 83, you mean? How long is life sentence? What is 23 and 50? 53 and 20? That is 73. You're right. (laughs) We belong together, though. We belong together. Unless my math before was right, but we won't know until we rewatch it. Yeah. Rewatch it? Re-listen to it? (laughs) Are you not videotaping this right now? There's camera there, there, there. (laughs) Why not wear a suit? So, Gerard's sister claimed that it was a cover-up related to Gerard's attempts to verify Otis Toole's confession, which he then retracted, of killing this guy, Adam Walsh. Others suggested Gerard owed some other prisoners money and that he was also a snitch informing on other inmates. But then there's Sandra London. Sandra. You sound like you're from, from London. London. I know. <laughs> uh, his ex from high school, who he exchanged letters with while he was in prison, said it was an argument over a cup of coffee. That sounds like Did you put sugar in this fucking coffee? You know I'm fucking diabetic. <laughs> <laughs> That's like that could be a thing. Right. So in prison they sell coffee to each other. I believe that. Um, equally likely though, he was not popular. He had he been attacked like already at least once, and his cell had been set on fire twice. So 
set on the whole cell. I don't. Jack, you, you act as if I you have were there the whole place burnt CCTV down completely. of like every moment. I do not. The whole place burnt down. They just told him to stay in there. That'd be okay. And there was. Um. <laughs> just gonna skip over that. At Can the I time, see the footage? The CCTV footage you just At the in? time of his death, a Fort Lauderdale detective was proposing to file more charges against him for three unsolved murders just to ensure that he would never get out of prison. Wow. So it's, like, perfect. But also, like, those unsolved murders, that's sad. But it probably was him, I'm going to assume. Yeah. Um, so, Sandra London. London. She London. sounds like she's from, from the Bronx. Bronx. So, like I said, her and Gerard dated in high school. Um, she had become a true crime writer, and she got into touch with Gerard again after his conviction. So, in 1989, she published her book, Killer Fiction, and there were short stories and drawings found in Gerard's house after his arrest. And then she decided to publish another book called Beyond Killer Fiction, with more stuff of that nature. And then she decided to publish another edition of Killer Reactions. (laughs) (laughs) And this was a combined book of the first two books, but also letters that they had been exchanging. And one of the letters boasted of killing 34 women and girls, um, and that he admired his inmate, fellow inmate Ted Bundy. Oh, what? See, I know what's up. I knew he was somewhere I'm in like there. a psychic who does, just gets the reading but doesn't know it's a reading. <laughs> <laughs> um, these letters um, were going back and forth between him and her at the same time that he was trying to appeal his convictions and sue people that were calling him a serial killer. <laughs> so He really didn't want to be a serial killer. What did he think he was? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> did he ever get a title for his business card? <laughs> Um, in 1970, two squirrel, two squirrel, squirrels, schoolgirls. Yeah, I'm literally gonna. <laughs> it's either schoolgirls or squirrels. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna stab. Uh, and okay. This is, killer, this is the last episode of Killer Reaction. Ever, ever. What a good end, though. You become mm-hmm. a killer. Not for us, but it's a good end for you. It'd be crazy if, like, one day, like, episode 146. And it's like nobody that like we know is like, alright, next on Killer Reactions, do they know your name? Kanye West. <laughs> I was like, wait, before oh I say this, God. do they know your name? Yes, they do know my name. Jasmine Ingram. Uh, <sighs> I wish. I want to have some cool ass people. I mean, not like you guys aren't we- cool, but... That's my stuff. <laughs> Okay, okay, so in 19... 19- pay for Kevin Hart to get here. <laughs> oh my god. That'd be an insane one. Okay, 1970, two schoolgirls vanished after <laughs> been seen in the company of a man that fit the description of Gerard. Peggy Ron, who was nine, and Wendy Stevenson, who was eight. Oh my god. Gerard denied being involved when he was publicly accused, but in a letter to London... He boasted of killing and cannibalizing the two children. Oh my god. That's terrible. No, you know what's even crazier? That they were did. engaged. Yes. The two kids? I really want to stab you sometimes. I literally thought that that was what you were talking Oh my god. <laughs> Why? No, London and Gerard. <laughs> London and Gerard were briefly engaged in 1991. 
But London had broken it off to get what? Engaged to another serial killer, Danny Rowling. Um, Gerard did not take this well, so he began sending London death threats. And in these threats, he claimed to have ties to Dixie Mafia and the KKK, who both would do his bidding. Wow, this became so relevant once again. (laughs) Coming all around. Um, He also tried to sue her three times for stealing his work, and they were all unsuccessful. He's just not good at suing. He's like, I'm going to sue you! Oh, okay. Okay. You know? So, yeah, that's it. He fucking died. A cunt. He died. He died. So they don't even know for sure that the roommate did it? They just are like... He did it because he was the only one in there, and the guy was horribly dead. Where's the proof? The evidence. Yeah, there's blood all over the cell. It's not my blood. I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Does it look like it's my blood? His DNA's all over this place. You you wouldn't even be able to read my DNA in here. I live in here. Of course my DNA's in here. Obviously. Obviously. Okay, that's obviously the end of this episode. Obviously. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back to this regular... Your regular weekly programming will continue as per usual. I feel like that was very redundant. Okay, no, don't be annoying. Uh, Follow our Instagram at killer.reactions.com Share with your friends. (laughs) It wasn't funny. It's a little I wonder if anyone's actually going to type in killerreactions.com. Killerpeeredreactions.com? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think there's actually a website? I don't know. Let's get that domain name. Don't don't anybody buy it from us now. Buy it for us. (laughs) You're right. Yeah. So follow, share, thank you, listen. You guys are awesome. Uh, Bye. Bye. See ya. Hasta luego. That's all I got, I'm sorry.